she was a thief. You've got a belief. She stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> Amazing. Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Have you seen that uh, that Simpsons, like it was one of the very first Halloween horror, uh, Treehouse of Horrors? Right. Okay. And uh, this doesn't have to be part of the podcast, but um, it is now. It is and, now. And the walls are blood and the ceiling is blood and there's death and blood. And that's how I feel when I talk about uh, scary tarot cards. It's like, oh, and there's swords and blood and, the, and there's death and blood and there's blood everywhere. And the walls have blood. And 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 sometimes it's true. And sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's well, true. And then we have the happy squirrel card. Exactly. Which, which, is another, is which was another treehouse. I thought it was a treehouse of horror. It is. It's, it uh, is. Uh, uh, goes to a fortune teller who's like, oh, no. It's the, the happy, happy squirrel. squirrel <laughs> the worst card you could possibly get. So there are good, you know, every card can be seen as good or bad, regardless of where it, it depends on where it lands. And what it's next to, what your question is, um, and uh, like if if the the last thing you want to do is be assigned to a group project and you get the three of pentacles, ah shit, right yeah. here comes a group yeah. project. Yeah. So anything can be taken like that, but there are cards that you will lay down in front of either yourself or a client, and ma- it makes the client visibly uncomfortable, like they're scary cards. Yeah. So. Uh, in honor of the season, which please don't anybody tell me that the veil is thin because it's a fucking veil and that's the idea it's supposed <laughs> to be thin. Otherwise, it'd be called the fabric. Um, <laughs> no, um, but uh, yeah, it's spooky season. So we're talking about the spookiest tarot cards that we can think of. So we're going to go in like in round robin technique. I'm going to say mine and then Hillary's going to go and then Jamer's. And we're going to talk about the three cards that freak us out the most or freak out our clients the most. So um, the number one for me is the nine of swords. And the reason I chose the nine of swords is because it's about anxiety and nothing is scarier than your own fucking brain going a hog on you or something that might happen. It's like chewing on the inside of your brain yourself. And it's hard to stop, especially if you have an anxiety disorder. Or if you get, um, oh, what is the word? Intrusive thoughts. Or if you have like uh, a creepy hate spiral going on in your head, um, there's nothing worse than anxiety because there's no there's no re- resolution to it until the thing actually happens. Mm-hmm. So you can carry that fear with you forever if the thing never happens. Um, and that's just such a dreary and stomach hurry kind of vibe so that's my number one card that's that freaks me out that's also not a very I've... pretty card either like you yeah. can see it's like a bad card yeah. from the symbols on it mm-hmm. most of the time you know mm-hmm. it's a bad card even if you're like the client sitting there they're just like oh that doesn't look very good does it and it's just like 
Yeah, correct. <laughs> and I used to ask people, have you been having bad dreams? Are you having nightmares? Yeah. And they're like, no, but it's hard for me to sleep because because my brain's trying to eat me, you know? Mm -hmm. And Ooh. every single time it comes up, there's something wrong, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. So that's, that's my good. number one. I didn't even Hillary. write that one down. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think of that one either. So I thought we were going to have more commonality. On, yeah. Uh, our cards but i i don't think i don't think any of us have the same ones maybe like one in common you, but well yeah, yeah i i will let everybody know i did pre-write all of ours down just for the show notes so I, there's maybe one common between Liz and hillary but none of mine match with anybody else's so go figure oh, which is well. interesting so are um, we doing this round special robin, like each each individual yeah. card mm -hmm. okay yeah, so yeah, round one thing, round no. one um Ding. keeping in with the swords um ten of swords Ah. Ten of swords, like all those swords in the back with the blood, and, the <laughs> and then, like you were saying, Laura had blood, and the swords were bloody, Lord and there's blood, blood, and the blood. blood. <laughs> blood. Yes, yeah. So, ten of swords. I mean, it's it, it's such an interesting card because yes, it is one of my like top three scary cards. Yes, but there is also this element of relief that comes with the 10 of swords where it's just like, okay, like it's almost as if the worst has happened and now it's done. Like kind of what you were saying for the, like the nine of swords and then going into the 10 of swords, it's like nine of swords. is just like, it's that hanging over your head kind of energy. And then the 10 of swords is just like, nothing's hanging yeah. anymore. It's like, it's done. The swords are in the back, you know, yeah. can it be a sunrise or a sunset? Sure, depending on the context of the reading, it can be a sunrise in the background or a sunset. Um, but, you know, there is a little bit of a relief there in like it's over or like the worst has happened. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I've yeah. laid that card down before and I, and I have said to people, congratulations, you were at rock bottom. Right. You have hit rock bottom. And a lot, I, I, yeah. many times people have just burst into tears with really mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah because it's just like they're they don't want to know is it going to get worse yep you know it's just like i can't i can't do this anymore it can't get worse than this you know and then it does get worse and they're just like oh shit you know and with the ten of swords it's just like nope there's no there's nowhere else to go but up basically so yeah it is that relief of confirmation where it's just like yeah things are actually as bad as you are believing them to be but again you know swords are air it's communication it's thoughts as well so you and know it's the completion of that cycle with it being the 10 you know yeah it's just like yep congrats yeah basically congratulations it is it is in fact over and a lot of the time when um clients will get this this card They'll they'll breathe this not not just burst into tears, but they'll also kind of breathe a sigh of relief. And it's just like it feels like almost they've been holding their breath this entire yeah. time. And now it's just like, oh, okay. It's like this huge exhalation of relief where it's just like, okay, there's only one place to go now and it's up. Nice. And Jamie, might I add, but when you're standing up with 10 swords in you, maybe take it easy. Yeah, mm -hmm. just stay kind to gently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just be kind to yourself. It's like you know, yeah, you've got ten ouchies. You know, you wouldn't tell your friends to you know buck up and pull up you know your your bootstraps and all that bullshit. No, you're take a week off, heal thyself. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really, I don't have an order for my, my top three, you know, but the first one I wrote down was tower. Again, another, the blood, the blood, everybody, you know, literally, <laughs> you know, people falling out of buildings. I mean, who yeah. really wants to get that card? Am I right? And I've made I've made a strange piece with it, surprisingly, because it is the card that tells you that your foundations, you know, your core, whether it's core beliefs or your physical standings, like, you know, have you had food today, water, sunlight, rest, you know, one of those is rocky and you need to focus on it. So mm -hmm. the tower really illustrates those scary moments of something's out of whack. And if you don't take care of it now, you're going to go collapsing down. And when I illustrate this to uh, my clients, I'll, I'll stress that. But I'll also say, hey, remember in Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, where, you know, let me see if I can pull the, the tablecloth out from under things and, you know. The flowers are still standing. Still standing. Yeah. It's like everything <laughs> else around has fallen off, but the flowers still stand. So I um that's kind of like how I illustrate it because I'm like, if you're sitting on that and somebody's trying to pull it off, you're gonna fall anyway. You know, you are that tower, right. you know, stabilize yourself, figure out what part of you has a need to really, you know, be a foundational or core belief in you and then work on that. Like for mm -hmm. me, when I get it, it's because I'm like, well, number one, I'm probably not sleeping or taking care of my my physical body, right? So I'm like, okay, I'll schedule another self-care day where I do nothing or um, I'll schedule a doctor's appointment if it's something my body's trying to tell me that could be related to my physical health. Or I note something down in my mind to talk to my therapist the next time. I go, I go to therapy every other week. So you know, there are things that you can do to mitigate the the horror of seeing people, you know, falling out of a tower that's, you know, most likely going to collapse on you. You know, it's that right. safer thing. So that's why I put it down because, you know, I'm for me, it's like, what now? You know, a lot of my my negative cards are what now? What do I have to work on now? Well, you know, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought I was already doing good there. But for clients, these are the ones that they they're like, I don't like this. I don't like that image. And they, yeah. they worry about what 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 that image reflects back in themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah. yeah. Um, my second one is the lover's card because it is so completely intense. Um, and it's it's kind of like um, in the housewife's tarot. There's a man and a woman in a in like a um, in a convertible going off the side of a cliff. And they're smiling, uh. you know, <laughs> and like they're gonna land, you know, they're gonna land. And I, I see the lover a lot in people who are having affairs or people who are having not even like a cheating on someone affair, but having like a torrid affair with someone. And uh, they don't care about their behavior. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care. All they want is this person. And I've mm -hmm. seen, I've done more readings mm -hmm. for more relationships that have caught fire because of the lover's card, you know, because we met one night and we weren't able to keep our hands off each other. And now it's, you know, a month and a half in and I'm worried that he's cheating on me. Well, you know, maybe <laughs> so. Um, but it's just that intensity and that passion and that fire that very, unless it's paired with, you know, the two of cups or some kind of moderating card, 
it's just fire. It's just out of control fire. And, um, and it's very exciting when it's happening, but afterwards is generally terrifying. Like afterwards is usually when I have clients calling me and say, I don't know what happened. We met online and we had a great six months and now he ghosted me. That's the lovers. That's what the lovers turns into. And, um, and what do you say to that? You know, how, how do you close that circle to, to quote my upcoming book? kitchen table circle available with Llewellyn due in 2025. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, very subtle here first. (laughs) Yeah. Very subtle plug. Um, but it's, it's that fiery passion that just keeps burning. And that always, anytime I see it, I'm like, what are you doing? And with whom? Um, so it's, it's always a very cautious card for me when I, when I see it laid down, I'm like, I'm glad that you like this person. I'm glad that your parts are on fire for each other. That's fine. What else do you have? What else have you got in this relationship? So that's my number two spooky card. It's really interesting that you say that because like, I didn't even consider the lover's card like that. But now that you've explained it in that way, I'm just like, oh yeah, I can see it. I can see it. It's like that. It's like um, what Nick Cage says in the movie Moonstruck. He was just like, I don't care if I burn. I don't care if you burn. I don't care if both of us burn. You know, it's just like, well, that's one of my favorite movies, but I've I've known people (laughs) like, who who have driven across the country to move in with a person that they only know online. Like I have clients who've wow. done that. And I have clients who have left their entire family behind for somebody that they met on words with friends. Um, and they ditched their family and their job and ran off and then their life imploded. And all I could do was go, well, there's the lover's card. So shit. <laughs> right maybe Dang. maybe like the, consider it consider shit. the choices that you're shit. making totally. yeah <laughs> because the considerations are gone the, right. the thinking it through is gone it's it's gone and um and i always think of like the traditional lover's card um he's looking at her boobs she's yep. looking at the angel they're not touching hands you know um and um in in more in the two of cups, they're holding hands, they're locking eyes. It's an equal representation. Yeah. Um, but like, they're not touching each other in the lover's card. They're, he's, he's looking at her body. She's looking at the sky. They're not touching. That's just, it's, it's very telling to me, you know, mm-hmm. that they're pulled together by some kind of magnetic something. Um, but they're not even holding hands. That simple, that simple gesture of holding hands is gone. So Anyway, (laughs) I guess that's the sound for passing the 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 uh, round passing the torch, passing the baton. (laughs) Love it. Well, I think it's interesting that um, uh, Jamie's first card is my second card. Um, Not that I'm doing this in any particular order either. It's like I do have the tower as well because, especially with its visual interpretation it's visual depiction it's just like oh that doesn't look that doesn't look good at all very similar to what i was saying for like the ten of swords it's just like 
And I appreciate these cards for that visual representation that just cuts through all of the bullshit where it's just like, you know, I can understand that the tarot has its esoteric moments where it's just like, oh, the hierophant in a love reading. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how do you how do you make your interpretation of that fit for modern times? Right. But for cards like the Ten of Swords, cards like the Tower cards like the death card which is going to be my third one i'll talk about that later there's no there's no sugarcoating able to happen in the interpretation and there's no real like leaps and bounds that you have to make as a reader it makes it makes our job while not easy um it makes it a little bit easier when you get these cards that are just like <laughs> It is what it is. And you can see that imagery just so clearly. And the client can see that imagery just so clearly. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're using a particular deck. Like, um, for example, um, Tarot of the Burrows has the um, World Trade Centers. um, The Names of Light um, as the Tower card. And there's there's no sugarcoating that. You no. know, and I think I think in a post 9-11 world, it's it's almost as if this card became something different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's still its original interpretation, but it but became it representative of something more and something that almost the entire world could relate to more. Yeah. Yeah. At that point. So yeah, yeah that's I almost mine. Yeah, I almost mentioned the world trade, but I didn't because, you know, we're we're actually at a time where some ki- you know, some kids, you know, the um younger generations, you know, either born during that or born after that. So they don't even know that reference that a lot of us, you know, elders, the elder goths and stuff, you know, reference that it's it's this weird time where a lot of the younger generations are forgetting things or weren't even around for them so it's right hard when you you know have to try and get those meanings across to them and they don't kind of get it in the same visceral way yeah i think it's the same thing as like with our parents generation and the kennedy assassination like anybody born after that it's a defining moment in their lives and they're coming up and so for us who lived through it um it it is a defining moment that automatically brings panic like if you see the towers and you go to the twin towers that's fear that's what that is but if if it didn't you know if it didn't rock you when you were there it maybe doesn't hit as hard right for the younger folks again you know we're we're talking about the the top three scary cards in general but then also keeping in mind that different tarot deck creators are going to interpret these archetypes a little bit differently. So. Word. Ooh. Boo. <laughs> are you saying boo or boo earns? Ah. Or just ooh. There's been a lot of Simpsons references. There's been a lot of. Uh, they're the best. <laughs> So I married an axe murderer. Um, what else? Well, we are recording <laughs> Ghostbusters. 
Ghostbusters, yep. Moonstruck. Okay. Well, we're good. I will say this. We're also <laughs> recording this on Friday the 13th. So, you know, we got to get the, you know, ooh, 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 the Jason Voorhees in there. So I just did that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I pointedly waited for Hillary to actually make her ghosty sound <laughs> before I started. Um, yeah. Yeah. My my second is the devil um, card. Because oh. again, for me, as somebody that's trying to be better and trying to work on all her flaws and just wants to, you know, clear up a lot of the shadow stuff, the tower is kind of another shadow card. You know, I, you know, again, Christianity is like, it's the devil, you know, tarot is the devil's uno. It's got a devil card in it. You know, the devil comes up. It's up. It's Satan. Is it Satan? No, <laughs> it's, you know, it's not. I love that. You know, I mean, we can almost connect this back to Lissa's lover's card where, it is, you know, in the um, Wait Smith systems, it is a reflection. It's the shadow reflection of the lover's card. Yeah. You know, where, where yep. she said, that, you know, the, the woman is looking or the woman perceiving, you know, person is looking, the boob, the boob holders is looking at the angel, the dude looking guy is looking at the boobs. Yep. And here we have this, you know, once again, but everybody, you know, everybody's chained to a devilish, you know, or a cryptid like figure, you know, let's put mm-hmm. it that way. And that was amazing. Okay, so I'm on the new OS and Apple Apple's OS has all these hand gestures. So if I do quotation marks, balloons kind of fly up on, on the on the chat video. So Melissa and Hillary are kind of trying very hard in the background not to We're laugh. We're trying. We're trying to be yes. professionals, but it's not working. I failed. Y'all so, know. So. Y'all know by now. What what episode is this? Episode 88? Eight. Yeah. 88 come on they they done been new as the kids say you know you know what you've if you've made it this far and listened to all the episodes you know who we are if you know jamie (laughs) so so what i love about this is that i'm talking about the devil and the shadow side and all these balloons pop up and i'm like this is a number one perfect for me because i'm i'm kind of that trickster the silly one here and it happens on my thing and number two when we talk about these scary cards, or at least when I talk about them, sometimes I demystify them by doing that old, you know, is there a rabbit up my sleeves routine, you know, kind of yeah. make it silly first to remind them that it's not, you know, like death card isn't you're going to, you know, unless there's other cards around it that suggest that you ain't going to die. Nobody's going to die. Well, um, but but but, but okay. we all are going to eventually. Eventually, Yeah. <laughs> And, and I also say, though, it's not the end because it's also card number 13. The devil is card of uh, 15. 15. So, yeah. it, you know, you get this, you know, you get the temperance in between death and devil. So you get a little bit of, you know, rebalancing, reharmonizing, you know, internalizing all that stuff you learn from the death card. And, and then, then boom, you're fucked again. Yeah. And then boom. <laughs> oh, wait. You mean there's more? What do you mean I can't live like the lovers happily ever after, whether I'm married or cheating or, you know, new relationship energy? I I want that. Where can that be? But we have to face these shadow cards. And whenever I get the devil for myself, I'm like, what now? Again, it's another, most of these are what now cards. It's like, haven't haven't I, you know, gone through hell enough? I mean, I'm trying to examine my brain, goddammit, you know. And I've given blood and there's blood and blood. Yes, yes. So it's in this blood. Blood Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't like getting it, but I also, it's really hard for clients to see this too, because, you know, they might be doing the same thing. Like, what now? What did I do? Or... You know, again, that devil figure so prominent in negativity that they, you know, we don't want to look at our devilish sides. We don't want to bite it. Yeah. 
we often yeah. forget that the devil is an angel, you know, so talk, mm-hmm. talking about mirroring the angel in the, um, in the lover's card too. Like right. the devil was the most beautiful and God loved the devil above all others until humans came along and ruined everything. Um, As we do. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. It's all our fault. <laughs> all right. Where's your boo, Jamie? Are you transitioning? Yeah. I'm waiting for you to be done so I can do it. <laughs> this is so spooky, you guys. Oh, I'm so scared. Can we talk? Can we? Did we? Did that happen when we were on? When we were recording? Because we have to talk about that too. Because one is Friday the Thirteenth, but yes. also talking about scary cards. Who was it? Shuri? Was it Shuri yes. that popped yes. up? Yes, Shuri. And I swear slowly. she looked like a like very slowly. <laughs> she popped just her head and her ears popped up behind Liz on, where she is on the couch, and she looked like a evil Muppet. And it mm-hmm. was very scary. And I was like, oh my God. So we have to acknowledge that. <laughs> I thought it was the best thing ever. But that very cat, our oh podcast. I adore that cat. She's she's my oh. spirit cat. She's me in, in cat form. She is the biggest pain in my ass. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, Liz. Oh, my last one. Um, <laughs> my last one. one is the Ten of Swords, which if I'm thinking correctly, is the only Rider Waite Smith card that has blood in it. Is that correct? Ooh, I, I think so. I think, I think you're right. So. Yeah, because yeah. he's lying in a pool of his own blood. And um, even in the death card, when the horse comes in, there are people lying on the ground, but there's no blood. Yeah. You know? And it's such a card of finality. Like, one of the swords is in his fucking neck. We get it. He's up. Jesus Christ. Like, it is a it is a card of physical brutality that you don't see in the other cards. And for someone to have gone through that either actually, or um, it's usually thank God metaphorically. Um, but once yeah. that last fucking sword goes in, I mean, I've had a really rough three years. Like the last three years have been really difficult for me with illness and blah, blah, blah. And I've had a couple of moments where it's been the 10 of swords. And I'm like, I swear to fucking God, if one more thing happens and it's that, that bleak desperation mm-hmm. that please let this be the last thing because I can't bear it. I can't bear it anymore. Yeah. That's a really dark place to be. And the fact that there's actual blood in the card, that's fucking scary. That's scary stuff. So if you lay that down in front of a client, you have to be ready for the conversation that comes with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah, and- that one always gets me. And regardless, and, and if it's upside down, I, I tell the client, you know what? These swords are going to start coming out. Gravity's going to do what it does. These swords will start falling out one by one. That's the best I can do with that fucking card. I can't pretty that up. You know what I'm saying? Like you could do the tower card. Like things are ready to change. You're ready yeah. for stuff to change. You can do with the lover card, how exciting you've got butterflies. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't lose your mind over it. You can you can pretty or fancy up pretty much any card in the deck, except how do you pretty up the, the Ten of Swords? How do you make that palatable? I tell um, people, well, again, like, like we were talking about when Hillary brought this up, you're at the end. It's the finished thing in the question or the situation that that person's dealing with. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, to me, I I just 
my my key words um is the end you know it's it's that you're done yeah. you are absolutely done no more is going to happen no less is going to happen in this situation whatever is happening has hit it's like you said melissa it's rock bottom or it's finale yeah. And yeah. if you choose to get out of this, depending on what cards are around, you know, this can be the sunset or the sunrise of a new situation or the next phase in your evolution of the situation, you know, yeah. but you can also right. choose to stay in that card in the pain, you know, yeah. I mean, nobody's telling you to move on or nobody, you know, I, it's hard because a lot of what's going on right now in my life, it's I'm. I've learned not to like, you know, be the 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 uh, sage or the advice giver when people come to me with their problems. I let I just listen. I take it in because you know some there are some things around you that you can't help with, and that's the hardest thing for partners or you know to do or friends to do is to watch a friend or a loved one basically go through that dark night of the soul, the ten of swords moment, and you yeah. know that yeah. you know while yeah you could pull those swords out. It's not the it could it might not be the best thing for them for in that situation, right. you know. Yeah. And you just yeah. have to sit there and let let them know you love them that they've got the drive to do this if they're willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. And so we, we read with reversals too. Like mm -hmm. I think all three of us read with reversals. Um, uh, I not not in Jamie I mean, not so much. Well, right? I I read for myself with reversals, but not with clients, just because the way that it looks on the cameras, it's, it can get a little confusing to people. Sure. So sure. you know, no. I mean, if people ask me to do it, I'm I'm happy to do it for them. Yeah, but with with the Ten of Swords reverse to me, I think it's almost more painful in a way because mm -hmm. it's just like something needs to end. And that client is having a lot of trouble like with that closure, with that ending, where it's just like, you know, you know that it needs to end, but what are you doing to end things? Yeah. And they're just yeah. like, I don't like, it is that kind of clinging energy where it's just like, I don't want it to end. And it's just like, but it's just like, but you know, you have to, right? There like, are some people know, that are entrenched in their own misery. Yeah. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I've, I've known people in my life that I'm just like, or you could just lighten the fuck up, bro. You know, like yeah, everything is terrible. Everything is awful all the time. And it's, it, it's a constant state of mind, regardless of circumstance, you know? Yeah. And some folks like to live in the 10 of swords, more power mm -hmm. to them. I'm not one of those people. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, and it's hard. And like, like Jamie was saying, it's hard to witness because, you know, like I have, I, I'm actually thinking of a specific person right now. I'm not going to say who it is, but oh, come on. It's like, it's hard. No, <laughs> I'll tell you later. Um, when we're not recording, but it's just like, yeah. it's hard to even have a conversation with them. It's hard to be around them because no matter what they're, they're painting the, you know, painting it black basically yeah. even though black is my favorite one of my favorite colors but you know what i mean where it's just they like turn the any walls goodness, blood and the ceilings have blood. the blood <laughs> and the blood and the swords and the blood but it's just like any any goodness that happens to them they're just like i'm gonna fuck it up fuck it up anyway yeah. so it's just like yeah. it, and it's just like you can't you can't talk to that person you can't rationalize with that person you can't you can't get through to that person because they're so affixed with their own 
you know, mental gymnastics basically that they do where it's just like, clearly I'm the exception and, you know, no, no good things happen to me. And it's just like, well, if you're perpetually in that state, you're going to get more of those things that validate your worldview that, you know, you're no good or rotten or no good things happen. It's it's like that Ani DeFranco song, when I look up uh, or when I look down, I miss all the good stuff. But when I look up, I just trip over things, you know, and like, if you choose to look down, you're going to miss all the good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think I think with all of these cards, the the common thread between them is um, fear. Is yeah. fear? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, fear that that uh, that something that you love will be taken away. Fear that um, that something else is going to happen to you. Fear that when you hit the ground, you won't get back up. Like all of these things are fear. In the Nine of Swords, it's just plain fear. Just yeah. plain fear. And so even though these cards are spooky, scary, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh. Eek. Um, the, the great thing is you have 77 other cards that can help you get through them. Nice. Yeah, that's Word. true. Word. So true. So. I don't know. The veil is thin. What do you want to say? One one more card. So you're, you're kicking us off, but that's your last card, right? Is. Oh, my last card. My last card is, um, is the 10 of swords. Is the 10 of swords. Yeah. 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 Which is my first card. Yeah. Yep. Um, Are we passing the, the spooky ghost over to him? Yeah, do it. So, um, I, I basically, I think got called a basic bitch by Melissa, um, <laughs> before we started recording for having what? this card as being one of my, I would my never. top three. No, it, it was in, it was heavily implied. It was um, absolutely a great relationship. Yeah. I love your yeah. relationship. Absolutely basic bitch implied. relationship here. Yeah. Um, bitch so, on bitch you know, it's, the, it's the, I guess it's the pumpkin spice of top, top three, uh, <laughs> hey now. Uh, look, don't, don't listen. Don't every don't spice don't be... in pumpkin spice is a protection herb. I know, so. and I love pumpkin spice. I just had a pumpkin spice chai right before the show. So meh. any anyway, meh. anyway, um, the death, it's the death card. You know, the death card is. Um... <laughs> Sorry, the fireworks are going on in the background. <laughs> I'm getting really distracted by that o- OS thing. I have to like just. <laughs> hey, but people like to me, just, just a, yeah, well i want to blame you the paper bag over my head oh stop don't talk about my friend that way um so the death card is you know it's it's probably gonna be the top top three or top one scary cards um for most people because people have a real fear of death and what mm-hmm. it represents, you know, it's just like there's existential dread, there's the unknown. And while the tarot card of death doesn't just mean physical death, it can, it can. And that's scary for people. Um, most of the time, I don't get the death card if I'm seeing death. Um, in fact, you know, the big, the big reading that I got, I saw the judgment card um, before someone I knew passed, passed away. Um, and for some reason, you know, I knew that that person was not going to make it. So, but for death, I think the reason why it gets such a bad reputation is that fear of the un- unknown. We don't know what's going to happen when we die. 
there's no way to tell. I mean, you have people that are coming back from near death experiencing and experiences and reporting, you know, the same things. Um, you have hospice nurses and doctors reporting very similar things that they've observed in their patients, mm -hmm. but we don't know for a fact what happens. And that can be very scary for people. And it can be representative yeah. of the unknown and change and transformation. Um, and especially what we were talking about with the Ten of Swords before, where it's just like, there are some people that are more comfortable in the misery that they know than change. And that is really what death is about, is about change and transformation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes change Definitely. scares the shit out of people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep I yeah. I apologize for teasing you a little bit. Oh, but now, why? Now that you know the reason why? Yeah. <laughs> just a little. Just a little bit. It's just like, you know what? I take it back, but not altogether. You're I still take back 76% of it. <laughs> I take back 76%. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> Y'all some silly oh, bitches. We are. All of us are. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love being love able it. to hang with you is because we can, you know, razz each other and our Fridays yeah, are uplift the best. each other. Seriously. Especially this one, because after this, I get to murder you all, right? Jason style. <laughs> um, or even Michael Myers. There we go. I've got I put in Halloween, so now we've got kind of the full range of horror, except I haven't mentioned no, zombies, no, but you know or Freddy no, could be after no, yeah, no, oh no, yeah, and Freddy. No, no zombies. Yeah. Do you also <laughs> What's not your like card? zombies? Okay. My card is the three of swords. Yeah. Um, because that's a good one. Yeah. That's and this one's one. definitely a lot more for me because I number one, I hate it when my heart hurts. Yeah, You know, I, I, I don't like it because I'm very loyal sometimes to a fault. And when, when something happens to upset that balance or to get me really pissed off, like, you know, as we know, I'm the Leo of the group. I do hold crutches. I am the one that you, you put a carrot in front of me. I will try, I will grab that carrot, you know, like, especially publications. You say, Hey, Jamie, I want you to write for this publication. I'm like, yes. You know, even before I know what to do. Because, right. <laughs> you know, um, that's that limelight that I like to step in. But the Three of Swords comes into play for that when people start teasing me about, you know, wanting, you know, the things that I want or question, you know, making me question the things that I want right. or abusing my my love and trust. Like even before we were um, on the cast, I was talking about one of my love languages. I like to get my friends gifts. You know, sometimes I overdo it in a way, but that's just because, you know, I see my friends in a lot of things and I'm just like, Ooh, you know, I, I don't think for, I don't think would somebody need this in their life. I'm like, Oh, this reminds me of Hillary or this reminds me of Melissa or this reminds me of Kendra. You know, I just, mm -hmm. I kind of just do it before thinking. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to get that feedback of stop or, you know, you love me too much or, or something, you know? So uh, that three of, that three of swords kind of, and they, it's that, that's the visceral thing. When I see a three of swords, I'm like, God damn it. Again, yeah. it's another God, God damn it, Moon Moon. What did I do now? You know, what did I do wrong? <laughs> and <laughs> usually, usually it's, usually it's not. Usually it's just, I have to take a shift of the perspective. Again, slowly take the swords out of your heart, you know, or keep them in and go yeah. to the doctor, whether it's the mental, spiritual, 
or a physical health doctor and say, look, I got swords, help me take them out. You know, yeah. remind me that I am a good girl or a good person, you know, type of thing. <laughs> you know, and um, I brought a full circle to a, another joke. So that's why everybody's laughing. Because um, I'm good like that. But yeah, the three of, you know, the three of swords, though, in readings can kind of also be that, the uh, the breakup card. So when clients yeah. see it, they also are like, I don't like seeing a heart that has swords in it. That's not good. That's somebody taking a sharp object and literally cutting me open. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you know, it, nobody likes that shit. I just finished watching Ted Lasso for the third time because it makes me happy. Um, and it reminds me of when the belief sign gets torn like that to me because it's a symbol because a heart is such a symbol of love and safety and protection and to see it rent with fucking swords to see that torn open oh it's heart-wrenching it truly is Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. and that's a visceral reaction right there that's not something that we can we naturally can can call on or or apply to you. That's something that we see and go, oh, ow, that hurts, yeah. ow. Yeah, you know. It, when it, I when I rem- pull the three of swords for a card of the day, I usually just write the word owie yeah. next to it. I mean, I think I think it's really interesting, Jamie, that you pick the three of swords because you have such an exuberant and loving nature, and it reminds me that like like when did it become uncool? to like things and show that you love things and show that you're, you know, passionate about things. Like when did that become uncool? Can we make have, that cool again? I'd like to, because I'm tired of people yuck, yuck, or yuck, yucking Yucky, others. Yum. Yum. Yeah, yeah. Yuck, yuck, others, yum, yums and all that stuff. Because I'm like, I like, I mean, you know, I'm, and this is one of the reasons why I have a big problem with social medias is because we fucking do that all the time and i'm just like who cares if somebody likes mangoes over you know oranges yes you might have an allergy to one but you don't have to point that out all the time you can just say hey that's great you like mangoes you know if i can i'll find you mango things that aren't going to kill me but you know i mean i mean we don't need to just you know get into everybody's face about liking sushi or, you know, expressing, you know, like whenever I see a corgi, I literally have to pause a conversation and make a, you know, high pitched squeeze sound. That's you're, just, you're going to be because... really jealous of me because I was hanging out oh. with a corgi last night. Yeah. I'll tell you about that later, but yeah. Yeah. That experience, oh. that, that oh. joy, that exuberance, you know, it has that almost that the three of swords has almost that, that quality of mm-hmm. yucking someone's yum or, yep. you know, like, like you're being vulnerable in saying, I love you, you yeah. know, here, take my heart. And someone put three swords through it. Or I like this thing. thing that someone <laughs> could say after you say I love you. Huh? I, I have actually one time someone said I love you and I went, huh. <laughs> oh, jeez, bless. Yeah. She did that to me. No, I'm no, no. I couldn't help it. I was just so taken aback. I barely knew the person. They're like, I love you. And I said, huh. All right. So- <laughs> But again, you know, it, it, like we've been talking about these images on the the Wade Smith and stuff, the three of swords is that visual, you know, the visceral, huh, <laughs> you know, it's it's yep. shocking. And when you don't know somebody and they say, I love you, that is that, you know, you we always give our 
emotional or gut response first. And then we have to, you know, respond back going, oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put these three swords in your heart, you know, throw it back into you, you know, into your body. It's it's a shock. It's it's a wake yeah. up call. It's a, oh, mm-hmm. you know, oh, what did I do? <laughs> I'm still laughing at not just the way you said it, Melissa, <laughs> but the look on your face. I was just like, it's just like, huh? All right. <laughs> One of these days, we are going to have to do a recording live between the three. Always be careful with the Sagittarius face. That's just my face is so loud. I think for the hundredth episode, I think we, I yeah. think we planned originally on the fiftieth episode to do mm-hmm. uh, a live um, recording and just have everyone in the Zoom muted except for the three of us, and then maybe ask questions or something. So, by the yeah. way, like if if that sounds good to you guys, like all of our our, our seven listeners from across the wor- world, hey, hey, and hey, also hey, in I Belgium, think we have eight. I thought eight, we had twenty. Eight, I've had people saying that we've 20? got maybe twenty. So. You know, we're moving up. Basically, like, us, our tens of listeners, our tens yeah. of our tens of listeners. Tens. Yes, yes. If that sounds interesting to you, like let us let us know. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So I guess so, to wrap up to wrap up this this uh, <laughs> spooky episode. Oh. oh. Um, do remember that there are 77 more cards. If one of those cards scares you, you've got lots and lots of others to help you make it better. And also and to make sense of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. at the end of the day, tarot cards are a really great tool for helping you figure out what might happen in the future. Don't forget the might. That's super important because mm-hmm. might is stronger than any kind of swords. Might means that you have free will. And you can change your story. So don't forget that when you see one of these cards. And the blood and the swords and the blood. And there's swords. blood in the wall and the ceiling and the blood. Happy Halloween, happy Samhain, and blessed Dia de los Muertos, everyone. Thanks for joining in. Yeah. All of it. Yep. Be safe. Later. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.